You're listening to Deep Diving Into Dating. We're your matchmakers at One-on-One Matchmaking. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Sarah Catherine. And we share snackable stories about dating and tips on how to be a better dater. Now, let's deep dive. That is such a funny little I know. Saying. We got to write it. Dirty. We got to write it. I don't it know why. It's yeah, just I know. weird. I know. I know. We're going to change it. Hey, listen. Can, do they DM us or what do we do? Because... I yeah. don't know how they reach. Hey, us, message us. People are actually listening, and that's yeah. like message us on one on one if you can think of a better better podcast name. Yeah. Than deep diving. Really, Jennifer only deals with telephones. Don't don't <laughs> yeah. email her. Just don't call me directly. Just she only does the phone. <laughs> just call one on one and ask to speak to Jennifer. Yeah, because she doesn't call my check her cell phone phone. during the day. Yeah, I don't, don't like to check, do that. Per, you don't have a personal email address. Yeah, just that's call amazing. me at work. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so today our topic is. We're just, we're just realistic dating and yeah. um, marriage. Yeah. Honestly, what's oh, going on? Because you've noticed yeah. some crazy. Jennifer's really angry this week. Not angry. I'm just, not angry. No. She's so pretty. She's not angry. No. But frustrated with the apathy from. It's people. just not. It's just my nature because I'm a counterfeit. Yeah. God. Your yeah. nature is happy all the time. Oof, yeah. Wow. I'm working on it. Yeah. So Doing tell us yoga. what you've heard and why you think there's a. You're always looking for society shifts, so... Yeah, it's a society shift. I'm telling you. God, you love that. This is what's happening. First of all, the CDC... Oh, we're playing footsies. The CDC declared, like, some sort of, like, loneliness epidemic, and it's it's worse for you than maybe drinking yourself to death or smoking cigarettes, being lonely. Way to have your facts there. That's good, yeah. 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 (laughs) Can you Google it real quick? Something, something. Yeah. Something serious. Enough for them to say loneliness loneliness is an an epidemic. Yeah. Yeah. Loneliness is an epidemic. Much like coronavirus. I same, same. Yeah. <laughs> Get your friends and call us or you're going to die. <laughs> That's it. You know, call me. You're dying. So well, says um, the CDC. So anyway, yeah, they say loneliness is an epidemic and it'll cause you to die earlier. And men die, don't live as long if they're not married. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, pretty much death and doom if you're not calling your local matchmakers is the message I would like to get across. Yeah. Is that yeah sound right? Well, and so <laughs> sometimes people aren't willing to. You said a lot of the women, especially, don't want to settle for anything less than yeah perfect. So well, anyway, right. Well, I just think we should address being lonely. You know what I mean? Like I feel like when people say they don't really care if they're in a relationship and they're living a good life, you're. You're, you're depressed sometimes. I mean, honestly, yeah. you're not, like, I know you're going on these cool trips, you're going to Chile and Qatar with your girlfriends and stuff like that, but when you get back, you know, your girlfriend has a boyfriend or a husband and you're hanging out by yourself or, uh, you know, it gets weird, man, as you get older and a lot of your friends have kids and you're single. Like, yeah. it's not, the we world. are not meant to be uh, alone. We're not. Yeah, but childless couples are growing. People not marrying is growing. Um, I think it's a mistake. I think that there's so much joy in yeah. family. I think that a single parent household, I think a single person is a riskier place. For there's sure. less safety net. There's less people looking after you. And there's loneliness. Yeah. And your phone will not satisfy. It's just not... Yeah. We're so disconnected. So, anyway, I thought we would spend some time talking about, like, what it's like to be married because I feel like people are like, eh, maybe, I need, maybe I don't need to get married or have kids. My life is amazing. And maybe, but, like, I don't know. Our lives are pretty amazing, too. Yeah. And I feel like had I not married, it would not be as fun. I think that most of my friends would be married. And I would be lonelier and I think that kids are really fun like 
when I come home after a stressful day at work or just, you know, like my kids greet me at the door and they like hug me. They hug each other. Sometimes they hit me in the face. But it's funny. They start yeah. laughing. I mean, they're funny. Honestly, Kids family, keep you young. family life just opens up a whole new dimension to your whole life journey. Yeah. It's just a whole other stage of life. Yeah. That, um, that It's really fun. I'm really grateful that I didn't miss out on it. Because I was one of those people that didn't marry till I was 40 years old. 39, I think. And then had a yeah. baby at 40. And, um, I mean, I was pushing it to the limit. That was ridiculous. I should have been much more serious in my 20s and 30s. Because from an ovulation and fertility standpoint, yeah. it is not a joke. Yeah. Tell I know, them what you want I know 20-year-old women do not want to talk about this, but at 35, it gets really a lot rougher to have a baby. Yeah. Um, you tried for, you've had several miscarriages. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let's talk, you. talk about your journey. <laughs> your about my marriage? Or no, oh, your fertility. It wasn't that big of a deal, honestly, because, mm, well, I mean, you had to, how much did you spend on it? It worked All the in. first time. I know, but um, it wasn't It was like definitely $40,000. $40,000. And by the dollars, way, if it, did not, if it didn't work, we would have to go back for another seventeen grand for a yeah. second time. So, do you, A, want to spend that much money? And that much time. No, it's it was, but yes, you do. It's wonderful. on your own. No, 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 no. Hell no. No, no. It's a lot of money. You don't have that kind of money to go through IVF on your own. You probably don't. Honestly, it's, just, it's a lot of money. And the other reason is, I mean, are you a hundred percent sure that you'd have a kid by yourself? Because I think that's kind of maybe what you need to start thinking about if you're thinking about you're going to put it off forever. I mean, yeah. To be honest with you, never have I ever. In my 19 years of matchmaking said, you know what I want? A woman with frozen eggs. No. You've never heard that. that. Never heard it. They want a woman who's of childbearing years. They don't want to go through the fertility journey with you. They don't. It's not their first choice. And honestly, it doesn't have to be. I'm sorry. It's a man's world. It sucks. I didn't make the rules. Um, So basically, just take it seriously. Take it seriously. seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I married at uh, 37. I was lucky enough to have a kid at 38, but I miscarried twice. It was totally traumatic for me. And then I, like, spent many, many years wanting a child, obsessing over having a child. And I got pregnant again at 44. But, I mean, those were, like, some tough times, you know, some low points. Because I I never just wanted one child because I wanted my child to have a sibling because I thought, well, when I get old, I don't want it all to be on them. And it was a big deal for me. So I feel like a lot of girls are just like... You've always treated this as like a very important priority in your life, though. Like in your 20s and 30s, you hired a dating service twice. Yeah. You know, you knew that you wanted to get married. And what you've been saying is some of the clients that you've talked to have been like... Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Well, also... you think they're lying to themselves. Well, it's not just that I think. I listened to this podcast, Ask Maria. I sent it to you. What was it called? It was called, like, uh, About Freezing Your Eggs. Was it Matchmaker Maria? Matchmaker Maria. Yeah, Yeah, about freezing your eggs. And she interviewed an anthropologist from Yale. One day we'll do that. But mostly it's just going to be me and Sarah Gavin talking, honestly. Yeah, one day. Um, And she did a study on this. I mean, she's an anthropologist for Yale. And the study said when they asked these women why they were freezing their eggs, they said they just hadn't found the right partner that they were looking. It wasn't because of the myth is they're doing it to um, get ahead in their careers. Nope, that's not why you're freezing your eggs. That's not why you're freezing your eggs when she looked into it. It was because 
y'all said you just weren't meeting the right partner. And what I think is you are meeting the right partner. You're just too freaking picky. Yeah. You are too picky. Yeah. We've got had some really good You're examples like, recently of perfectly good yeah. uh, men. Yeah. And they're getting cut for things like not tipping the valet for the woman. For sure. Having a cat. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Not tipping the valet. Not standing up when she comes to the table. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. And so what <laughs> Jennifer and I talked about today is there's a lot of stuff you can just browbeat your husband about. And then... Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> just wait on that get him to the change. valet. Yeah, then yeah like, why did you expect him to show up perfect? I got to tell you, that dude that shows up perfect and does all the right moves, he is a smooth cat around yeah. town. Yeah, I'm all not. You know, you're old when you say smooth cat. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, he's got three or four girls that he's juggling, and you yeah. may or may not be one of them. He yeah. let you believe he was definitely going to call you for a second date. Yeah. But if he is that smooth, then he's that smooth with everybody, and you ought to be worried. I honestly, the more he screws it up, but seems to be a good dude, that might be your dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he does not have three or four girls because he's not as smooth. Tell him about that That's confidence thing. When you date a guy with not overly and above oh, confidence, yeah. you can use that to your favor. Yeah, yeah. I had this girl, like, tell me about this guy that she went on a date with. And we have a lot of guys do this. You know, they brag about their money. They're douching out. I hear you. Total douche. Tool. Insecure. I get it. But honestly, don't you want to date a guy who's successful? Yeah. Um, he's clearly successful. He keeps telling you about it. And that's nice. Um, so, like, maybe you could just go out on a date with them and tell him, pick the nicest restaurant in Atlanta. Clearly he wants to spend all his money. And then you can say, hey, listen, when you talk about your money, if you do that in front of my friends, they're going to think you're a tool. So, you know, just don't. Right? Like, I, you know and I know he's bragging about his money because he is deeply insecure. Didn't she want a white guy, Christian, and, and successful? And he was all those things, but he talked about his money. You can get on his butt when you're yeah, dating exactly. him. I mean, him like, stop. Yeah, I mean, and then, like, not for nothing, women, and we'll talk about what men do, I don't know that you showed up perfect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he probably had a checklist for his friends, and he's like, eh, she's got a little bit of a fat butt. She wasn't gracious. She didn't send me a text to thank me. Um, you know, she didn't ask me any questions about me. She seemed entitled. I mean, do you think any of those things could apply to you since you were freaking knocking this dude about standing up when you come to the table or paying $3 for your valet? Yeah, that sounds honey. like a good guy to get. That sounds like a good guy to start a family with instead of waiting around freezing your eggs and trying to date at 44. Yeah, yeah. I feel like women a lot of times a they are like trying to decide if they would marry this guy before going on a second date. And I yeah. don't know about you, but, like, yeah, back in back in my day, I was going on second dates with a lot of dudes. Oh, my God. I had so much fun dating. I, was, I loved I, it. I, even though I thought they were weird, they had to, like, creep me out. Like, I, yeah. I had to be, like, if I was alone with them, I would worry he'd kill me. Otherwise, I was like, yes, I will go out, and I would like to try this restaurant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. And, and, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you girls are just, like, way too booked with your girlfriends Oh, my gosh. That's You're another so thing. Let's talk about this. Everybody needs to look very hard in the mirror. When you want to have a different body, you make time for the gym. When you want to get into a relationship, you make time for it. Yeah. Um, 
I was really complaining this morning because I had to wake up, get my kid's food, get him to his thing, get him to this two activities before 9 a.m., basically. Swimming and then camp. Yeah. I don't do that. I yeah. wake up at 8.15 and, and have two kids. You and don't have so to. I was pretty pissed by 9.30, and I'm thinking, I don't have time for myself at all. These lucky single people... They don't have to take care of a of a dog and a house and a kid. Yeah, you just have to go on a second date yeah. on a Wednesday. I know it's. I know, you and you get to drink and go out and party and go to a restaurant and talk to a successful person. Hopefully, you screened them for that at least. Like, yeah, I am sorry, but let's jump into this and enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah. My dear friend um, wants to get married, but she doesn't want to go on dates. That makes no yeah. sense. The girl who's jet yeah. setting. Yeah, she's jet setting. Always yeah. jet setting. Jet setting, living the dream. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of girls are honestly living a great life. I mean, I'll say it better than I did in my twenties. I mean, I was just going to Holland Top and drinking too much. You guys are going to Chile, so what yeah. else? Yeah. Um, but like, you know, if you're gone for two or three weeks, I feel like you think the guy is gonna call you later. He's not he went on another date with three women who yeah. said they were into him that Seriously. were available three days later. The num- like, I know everybody that hires us is busy. I get it. But when they tell us that they don't have a child, don't have a house, uh, have a job that works from home, and they can't go on a date for three weeks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are you ready to find your man? I don't think you so. You are unavailable. Yeah. You really don't have time for a relationship. I tell that story all the time that my husband, he met a girl that he liked, and he, she said she wasn't free for three weeks, and he said, I guess you don't have time for a relationship then. And yeah. that was the end of that date. Yeah. And they, he liked her. She liked him. I mean, I don't know. Like, they're just... I'm not going to wait around that long. I would say okay? that if there's a year and you're starting to get really serious, you should consider canceling the trip to Dubai. Cancel yeah. Yeah. all I mean, the silliness. Just, just go to just go to a four-day weekend twice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, just uh, stop with the self care. Put it yeah, time you can into self care in Atlanta. Like exactly go get a right. massage. Yeah, go to the right. lake. Yeah, go to the beach. Um, and then find an amazing husband that's like our husbands, who are just wonderful partners. Make my life ten times more fun. So much easier. So yeah. kind. Um, and something that like it's really fun to be part of a couple. It really is. Like, so I feel like people don't talk about that. Like, when I go home most days, my husband has made dinner. My kids are in the bathtub. Um, or they run up to me naked to give me a hug. And my daughter has, like, picked out a bunch of crazy jewelry and my clothes for the next day telling me what I should wear. It's really fun. Yeah. Like, it's way more fun than it was when I came home alone after work. And I was stressed out. Like, I, I can kind of get in a different mode and... We can talk about a trip we're planning together and, like, you know, caring for kids. I mean, you know, when my kid gets sick, I mean, my husband helps me staying at home. That is a, like, if you're thinking about having a kid by yourself, like, you have no idea how often they get sick. Oh, my Lord. I mean, it, when they're in daycare, I'm talking, like, once a month they're sick. Do you have that kind of job where you can, but like... But I think that what you, that Yale thing, I want to overhear that. So fascinating. I that, sent it to you. Okay, I didn't read it, of course. But um, but they, I believe that they don't. It's not that they want to do their career. They just haven't met the right prince. Charming. Or they don't think they've met the right prince charming. They just the other thing that um, I mean, Maria goes off on a rant about this. Hey, Maria, we'll send this podcast to you. Um, the people that started online dating years ago were men. They did plenty of fish or whatever. 
and I think that was one of the first ones or match, who knows, I forget which one it was, but they put height in there. So up until 15 years ago, women were not talking about how tall men were. That is an online dating phenomenon that's happened over time because it was a query. So like when your grandma was set up, she wasn't like, is he tall? Like I bet she was. I bet she was. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. There was only four or five options anyway. Yeah. And so like that's something we've done is we've created these these, uh, parameters based on the ways you could query online dating. And that in itself has given you mental limiting yeah. limitations that you didn't have before, right? Well, it's and and in fairness, mm-hmm. we should do this with with uh, you know men too. Like I, I mean, a lot of the men that come to see us, they want to date a petite or very fit woman. I mean, you know, like that's a very small percentage of the population, and it's because you're overly worried somebody's gonna like, you know, not be fit, not be attractive to you. So that's what you're desired looking for. But like, I don't know that it was always that way until you could click body type. Yeah, right. I mean, right. You just you know, found different women attractive for different reasons, you know? Hmm. So, I don't Pretty know. Good stuff. It's well, easier for me to talk to, like, the women because I was, you know, one of them. And I, I do feel like I was a lot, um, lot less hard on men than they are. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I went on some coffee dates. Did I think the guy was cheap when he took me on coffee dates? Absolutely. I still had a relationship with him because I was like, well, you know, this is how dating's become. Did I, I mean, my husband didn't tip the valet. I mean, did I notice things like that? Yeah, but I wasn't, like, so critical that I wouldn't give the guy a second shot. So here's something interesting is I married a man that was divorced. He's He was happily, well, <laughs> for a while, happily married for 13, 15 years, and they got divorced. And in the weirdest way, I was able to see how he behaved as a married man when I went to his house when I saw him with his children, when I heard stories of their trips and everything else. like, So I think a man with less experience in marriage is harder to feel confident that he's going to shape up. My guy did come very, very shaped up. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget the first time we went with the, the stepdaughters to Willie's, and it was like $50. And I was like, I'm so used to being a single girl. I was like, what on earth? And that's just the cost of life now. Yeah. Um, also, when he came to my apartment, instead of my pantry, I had all my purses in it. He still will not let me live that down. And I didn't have even a full-size trash can. I was just such a bachelorette yeah. that I was the one that was immature and kind of had to step up. Yeah. So there's another reason to go for somebody that's divorced. Yeah. I don't usually. They're usually open to divorce, I think, most of the time. Um, well, divorce don't always want to have another kid. Yeah, but Bob didn't want another kid. Do you want to tell that story? No. Mm. He's so cute. He was not like... He was not looking not for that. We checked it. He was yeah. not looking for that, but he was okay with it. I mean, finally. Yeah. Another thing I think um, women are doing wrong is that, like, first of all, every time I get a new client, I tell them to read this book, have them at hello. And um, I would say 35% of the clients actually do it. And the reason I do it is... This woman is, she interviewed a thousand men and asked them why they would or would not go on second dates. Um, and so I think it's just an interesting read. But the first chapter talks about how you should, why you should go on more second dates. You have more options. And most of them don't read it and they don't give these dudes another shot. And, you know, I don't know. When you first met Bob, were you like, that's the guy I'm going to marry? No, but I Me also neither. was like, 
this gentleman is quality, quality person, smart, with it, bright, not everything I was looking for, but some other things I wasn't looking for that was there. Yeah. Um, I think that what some of the women that that book is targeting is they don't realize they're being rejected. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I rejected him. I'd never go out with him again. And just be like, well, don't worry. He said you were terribly uh, unattractive. Didn't ask him any questions and overall yeah. negative. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll keep trying for a bigger, better deal than that dude. Right. You exactly. Know? So... Turn on the charm, ladies. That's all I can say. Well, we should talk about men, too, because they're sometimes all right, so, terrible. Um, um, what else do they do? Don't brag about your money. Oh, my God. Has no girl told you that? It's so douchey. Um, what else? What else do they do wrong? Um, oh, they come on too strong. You think? Yeah. Like, you know, it's so rare when you guys meet a girl you actually like. Yeah. That when you do, you assume she likes you. That will assume too much. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you like this uh, totally beautiful girl who's non-materialistic. Do you think you're the only guy in Atlanta that likes that girl a lot? Yeah. No. You have competition, um, so maybe don't, like, rush it, you know? Just because you really like her, you don't even know if she likes you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying don't ask her out again. Don't be a wuss. Ask her out again. But, like, you know, don't ask her to, like, do a four-course meal you know, yeah. come meet your friends, go away with you, whatever, right away. That's a little much, you know? Well, on the happiest positive note that I, is that if you're a mature person and you're dating, it can happen very quickly. Yeah. You can meet a very quality person. For sure. And you can be married within a year, maybe a year and a half. And I'm not rushing that, but when you're madly in love and you've dated enough people and you know what's out there. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, yeah, and you're really trying. Not men like, and women. I'm. That's. I'm. Not seen like it. BS trying. Not like. So. Oh. Oh. The other thing is like. I meet women all the time. They're like, I'm just overdoing online dating. I always find that silly. I really do. Yeah. I online dated the whole time. To me, that's like saying I'll never use a free app again. Oh, really? Never. Yeah. Yeah, never. Right. I mean, well, I don't have a job, but I'm not going to look for one. I'm sick of it. Okay, that's logical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. When they're just like all in on 8 at 8 meeting their husband, I'm, I mean, maybe you've like overshot the problem. 8 at 8 is a, a dinner club for professional singles. I mean, I don't know if you're going to meet the dude you have a baby with. And if it's really important to you, you should do other things as well. And just make it be a fun adventure so you're enjoying dating yeah, and, yeah. you know, enjoying the process. You have to enjoy it. So if you're not in that place, then take a break, but yeah. get in the place. Yeah. Go get some cute outfits. Yeah. You know, go read some books about it. Listen to some Matthew Hussey. Listen to Maria. Yeah. Uh, listen right, to let's us. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap oh, it up. Oh, gosh. She's checking out. I got to You know, go. and make it fun. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, very hopeful. I think that it's just one person. You just got to find oh, your person. Oh, yeah. The other thing I want to say is I think women should definitely text a guy and let them know that they had yes. a great time on a date. And I think if you're not doing it, I mean, I think it's like cutting down on a third of the men that would ask you out on a second date. Because they don't know that you'd say yes unless you send that nice text. Also, I still think men should text a girl, maybe text her and ask her when he could call her to ask her out on a date. I think yeah, I think the voice like, is intimate. I like that, yeah. I think text is like, I don't know. Text is weird. 
Yeah, but if women read the rules, they aren't available all the time. The rules is written in like 1985. The rules is amazing. No, we'll it's talk terrible. about that next time. No, no, it's the, terrible. The overall of it is, is really it's cool. Life has changed since the rules. It's cool. The all rules. right, well, let's sign off and say until next time. Cheers. All right, cheers. Until next time. Bye. Bye.